Well, there is very little time to waste. Ghana just qualified to the next round. So everybody's in a hurry to see what happens and when probably, hopefully, we'll never get relegated or um, we exit the competition. It's really, really exciting. And today's topic is very, very exciting as well. Good evening and welcome to City Trends, your number one technology conversation on Ghana Radio. City Trends is sponsored by Hapta, helping you collect payments easily. Now, if you're a business owner, selling to your customers should be the most important thing in case you haven't realized that. So if your customer um, or your customers um, have to always come to your store before they can buy from you, then you're really losing out on sales. These days, customers want to shop from you and pay without necessarily coming to your store first. That's where Haptel can help you modernize your sales. Get your own e-commerce platform from Haptel so you can sell in your store online and, of course, on mobile. Haptel gives you a free POS software for your store, a free mobile money short code, and a free web store. Sign in today at haptel.com using the referral code CITIFM or simply dial star 713 hash and you're good to go. Haptel, helping you grow your sales. Haptel is definitely your friend if you want to grow your business. On the show today, we try to understand what data protection is all about and get some understanding as to what exactly is happening with your information within this jurisdiction that we call Ghana. We'll also get a sense of what the international best practice is and what we can do differently from what we are doing today. That is the big conversation on the show. Has your computer developed a problem you don't understand? Is your phone refusing to respond? Is there a computer virus you're battling with? Are you having problems signing into your account? Share your tech problems with City Trends and we will get the experts to help you solve them. Send us your problems via WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. You can also send us a tweet using the hashtag CityTrends. And welcome to the How to Segment on City Trends. This evening, we are looking at what Google sees and records about you. The good thing here is that, unlike many other platforms, Google allows you to actually see a lot of what's being recorded. To see these things, visit myactivity.google.com and sign into your Google account. Scroll through some of the things that you have done on the various Google products. To get a more detailed view of what you have been doing, select Menu from the top left side and then select Item View. On each item, you can select Details to get more information. Go back to the menu on the left and select Other Google Activity to see data from connected devices. You can also download archives of your search history emails and more from this same menu. To delete your post activity on Google, go back to myactivity.google.com to delete each activity individually. Click on the three dots next to the item and select delete. To delete activity by topic, use the search bar. To delete every activity, click on the menu button, then select delete activity by date. Finally, select all time.
Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. The regulation of data is necessary in order to balance the protection of the individual's privacy rights with the rights of organizations and governments to collect and use data for business and administrative purposes. Examples of such data include a person's name, phone number, bank details, medical history. That basically is the understanding or the general understanding behind what, you know, protection of your data is all about or data protection is all about now last week a special audit carried out by the auditor general on the electoral commission revealed what several media houses and some other people have termed as the sale of voters data to an accra based software development company known as b systems limited now according to the 2018 audit b systems limited bought the data from the ec and further sold it to financial service providers for a fee now the audit report also found fault with a lack of contractual agreement to cover the deal between the electoral commission and b systems limited in breach of procurement laws it was a frenzy and everybody was talking about it as you can probably imagine but lots of debates and discussions were just filtering through everywhere so we decided to iron out a few of the issues as best as we can on the show today so getting deeper 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 into the industry we decided to fish out some people who could help us to get a better sense of what exactly was going on and um, that is what we're going to discuss today. I do hope you're ready for that. My guests in the studio, um, Edu Ampofo is the CEO of v- Vilia. Um, she is also a compliance and data protection consultant. You're welcome to the show. Brilliant. Maximus Amatogo, he is like, um, yeah, he's everywhere. He's everything <laughs> and everywhere. So he's the CEO of Pop Out officially. But yeah, if if yeah he's maximus maximus you're welcome thank you very much paul damily of course ceo of approve as well as in the studio paul thank you so much for joining us thank you and richard j head of brands and marketing at insano as well joins us in the studio thank you philip ladies and gentlemen you're welcome to the studio now um where do we start this off so why is there a debate about whether data was sold or not and what exactly actually happened i don't know if let me let me start off with you edward um since you are the you know, the one who, uh, we are the compliance and data protection consultant, probably has a good idea of what, what exactly happened, if you can um, summarize it for us. Well, my understanding was that um, the EC entered into an agreement, an informal agreement with oh, B-Systems. informal. It's not informal. It wasn't informal. No. <laughs> <laughs> it has begun anyway an agreement without a contract right thereby making it an informal, informal agreement. agreement there are no terms there are no conditions there are no guidelines as to how you can use the data how you cannot use the data there are no parameters mm. it's basically free for all and the agreement was entered into for uh, benefit mm. I understand it's like 20% mm-hmm. return a commission so, Commission. A commission yes. of 20%. And the Data Protection Act is very clear. 
that any true. transfer of mm. data must be with consent. Right. But us, the electorate, mm. were never notified to give our consent. Right. And and that is the bone of contention, basically. Okay, so to 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 you, you you feel that that wasn't the case. Yeah. Okay, so what 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 was the case? Okay, so I think there's an agreement. Mm. There's a memorandum of understanding between the EC and B systems. And it sets out the terms on the data that is going to be shared. Mm. So if you read the agreement, what they say is that they are sharing names, photographs, um, and then voter ID numbers. And what is B systems doing with it? B systems is not holding the data. The data sits on the EC service, DVLA service. All that B systems is doing is providing an interface mm. and connecting their APIs so that if a customer walks to a bank and needs to verify data, they compare. The reason why, and I agree that um, I think it's section 89 and 90 mm. of the Data Protection Act clearly prohibits the sale of data. Mm. It says it, that it's, it's a seal and it's, it's prohibited. But when I actually look at the MOU, I said, well, technically, this is not a sale. Mm. What, will what will be a sale? In the Sale of Goods Act, Section 1 will tell you that a sale, a contract of sale happens when there's a transfer mm. of property in the goods from a person called a buyer, um, from a person called a seller to the one called a buyer. Right. Let's look at the MOU between systems and EC. Mm. Is there a transfer of, 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 of data? No. The data sits on their service. Mm. The data is not in the possession of B systems. When you're saying you're transferring property, it means there's possession and there's title. Does B systems have possession? No. Do they have title? No. What they actually get is a read-only access, and that API is going to take that data. So the data is not even being stored on B-System service. So where is the sale from? It's actually supposed to, and the whole point of technology is to serve as an enabler. Mm. Bank of Ghana gives financial, and I'm coming from the payment space, so I took my time to read this. Mm. So Bank of Ghana gives um, the financial institutions the owners to do KYC. Mm -hmm. So when your customer walks to the bank and the customer turns in the voter ID, right? There's some sort of implied consent because you know I'm going to verify. I have to prove. Mm. Are you the customer? Are you the one who is giving me this? Is it really you? I have to do my due diligence mm. so that I do not breach any Bank of Ghana regulations. Mm. B Systems realized the gap. In our national framework, we were supposed to have an identification portal. We don't have that. We are now doing that. So I took the liberty and, w and looked at the NIA website. And thankfully, in their envisioning of things, they've realized that we need online verification. So when you go on their website, as part of the things they do, they have online verification. And even that is also via a portal. So via a, serv um, a server giving you API accesses, and then you compare the data. Mm. That is why I say... For me, and I'm stating my stance clearly at the beginning, it, it's not a seal of data. Mm. There's no data breach, according to 89 and 90. Mm. It's, it, the, this is coming in, in, in a vacuum. And people will say, when I give you my voter's ID card, I'm supposed to, nice section 19 says you should use the data only for the reason why you took the data. Mm. I think that is some people's argument. Mm -hmm. Okay, if we should use the data for only the reason, then why are you even tending it in at the bank? Is the bank a polling station? <coughs> no. Mm -hmm. 
there's some verification supposed to go there. Mm. There's a vacuum. And because of that vacuum, you've gone back to it. I think if somebody's supposed to go to the law court right now and seek interpretation, I am not sure. I mean, this is my opinion. Well, I mean, I think one of the arguments that people often make is it's it's fine that, yes, we need someone to provide a certain service. Yes. In this case, B systems coming in to provide an interface between the banks and whichever okay, other institution. Right. Hold yeah. on, just a quick second. So I think the main contention is mm -hmm. where we as people whose data are being you know used processed. for whatever processed where we informed ahead of time that this sort of transaction was going to happen and i think that is where the main bone of contention is paul yes um so i think it's very important to understand that um as individuals we have responsibilities right if you go to the bank right and you are signing up for a bank account you would have you'll be presented a form to fill mm. it's important for you to do that i would say due diligence yourself to read the terms and conditions mm. in fact for most financial services they clearly state it out there now i think probably where the issue is is because for example with your experience with say uh, an account opening uh, uh, uh in in a bank you probably weren't explicitly told and so at that point in time you wouldn't pay attention mm -hmm. and but the reality is that you do give consent yes you do but you see my issue is not necessarily me showing up at the bank because at that moment my issue is not necessarily showing yes. up at the bank because by the time i show up at the bank the transaction has already happened and 20 percent has already been paid or whatever or it's supposed to be paid Let what i'm asking mm -hmm. is at the point when the ec decided the electoral commission decided that they were going to enter into a contract with or a deal with b systems whether it was them accessing the data storing the data on their own service whichever way it is mm -hmm. were we informed as citizens let me let me explain how the industry works right and this is standard everywhere in the world yes right um the way it works is this for every country there's a national identity authority it is the responsibility of the identity authority to appoint specific companies, be it public or private entities, to provide verification services. In fact, it is stipulated, you know, by the uh, EC laws that, you know, the data, your voter ID data that is collected is going to be used for specific purposes. The primary purpose is to vote, and there will be other nationally mandated purposes. One of those nationally mandated purposes is to do KYC, especially for where? Ghana, where, listen, oh, where is this hold on, hold on, there, for, for every, for every PII, PII means personal identifiable information, mm -hmm. there is, yes, there is a primary reason for which the data was collected, yeah. and there's a secondary reason, so, Stated? so Stated when you Yes, it is. It is clear. It is clear within the Data Protection <laughs> Act. You need to understand that the Data Protection uh, Commission is in charge and it basically tells you how information of all Ghanaians should be treated. Mm. Okay, and so back to my point of the purpose for which it was collected. Now, if you need to understand that once that purpose of verification comes in, when you go to the bank, it is the onus of the financial service provider to make it clear to you mm. and seek your consent, right? He seeks your consent. So 
if you are actually asking about consent, then you have to start from the point of the financial service that's actually asking you for your data. Mm. You, they have to make it clear to you that they are going to use your data for these purposes. Mm. And you, as the customer, must provide the consent. That is what we as you know, data owners, if I, if I own my own data, I must, I must make it my responsibility to ask. But surely the bank or the financial service also has to make this clear to us. Mm. So the EC never aired. The, the data that was collect collected was being used in this rightful, you know, way. Now, I can't tell the details. I wasn't there when, you know, B-Systems and EC <laughs> had their meeting. I, mean, I can't tell. <laughs> I've but seen the MOU and I'm yes. telling you. Sorry, that being, being in yeah. the industry, hmm. I know very well. Look, B-Systems has been around for the past 13 years, providing us with this service. When the national or state institution wasn't available to do this, hmm. They have prevented fraud. Their infrastructure is used to prevent fraud within our system. Doesn't take away the fact that due diligence wasn't necessarily Absolutely. Done. So we are not saying that there's no absence of due diligence. What I'm trying to tell you is that I do not know the details of the contractual details. Mm. But what I can tell you that for every country, its identity authority would make sure that if they are issuing you a license as a verification service provider, they have to make sure that you go through the due process, which I believe, you know, was done. So, so for me, I think the main issue is what exactly happened between EC and B Systems and that conversation, as um, um, you, 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 yes. you rightly alluded to. But Max, please. Yes. So for, for me, the discussion is, is, is more about the relevance of the service B system is providing, right. right? It doesn't take away the basics of data privacy and mm. protection, which uh, my, my, my lady friend mentioned. At the center of the Data Protection Act is the data subject's right, right? Mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. no third party, no data processor or data controller can go and interpret or uh, process the data without the express permission. Right. of the data subject it is clearly stated there it is so that if you are not the first the primary collector of the data if you are a third party processor of the data is there if you are a third party processor of the data you are supposed to follow the same regulation specific reason why the thing the was yep. collected mm. right so it has to be clearly stated right. so the thing is that there was a, a, a gap in the market space so from my investigation i realized that people walked to the ec with their uh, voter's ID card, asking for verification, authentication, or a stamp mm. for it. Mm. That's some time back, 2007, 2008, from my investigation from sources close to the parties involved. Mm. So what they did was, okay, the former commissioner was like, can you guys build an interface that can authenticate the validity of a voter ID card so that other people can use it. So right. when people walk there, they can al always cross-check. Because mind you, you are not only cross-checking the number of the voter ID, the number on it, but mm -hmm. the, the face, the, the station's number, and then all the other details on it. Right. So I don't buy that argument of a read-only. Right. Because if I printed a confidential document for you, an A4 sheet, it's mm -hmm. a read-only. You right. cannot alter it. Mm. Right? Mm. So that is a read-only. But they are solving a social problem. Mm. They are trying to cure fraud in the system. But this solution preceded the Data Protection Act, mm. so 2012, right? Mm. 
so it preceded that the solution has been dead way before mm. so we have to ask the government why have you created a vacuum and why are you not filling exactly because vacuum? somebody needs to authenticate a voter's id mm. but why is there the commission mm. that's another question we are debating why are you asking that okay it's a service we are providing so i develop a solution that interfaces between all the other parties that need to because the ky uh, they know your customer thing the customer walks into the bank you right. can take a password picture of the customer you can take a template of the customer you can ask them for their name in the banking hall right. you could have done it without a voter's id right, right? but if i come and say i'm coffee mensa how do you authenticate yeah. i'm coffee mensa mm. so there's always a cross you know there's always a, a gray area so that's why the voters ID, the passport, the DVL comes in because these are like uh, government uh, verifiable IDs. Right. But as to whether the status subjects gives the permission to, you know, verify, that's another angle. Right. But you see, we cannot throw the baby away with the, uh, with the water at the same time. But when you come to the barest minimum of data, so we, we, we all practice, agree that there was a gap subject. that needed to be filled. Exactly. There was a need for us to put in an institution or a system that would exactly. help us with the verification. Yes. But as to whether there was a breach at a certain point of yes. you and I's yes, data privacy, that I think is the anger people are not looking at. Mm. Does the EC have the mandate to engage in a profit sharing and, uh, venture? That's another legal. <laughs> argument mm. altogether mm. so we have to look at the considerations of those things yes i think there is nothing wrong with the val validity yeah, okay. yeah. of what um b systems was doing b systems is a data processor yeah. mm -hmm. but the ec is the data controller yes. right so nothing takes away from nothing about how important the work that b systems is doing takes away from the requirements or the the onus that is put on the data controller mm. yes. to make sure they have consent for the purpose for which the data was collected mm. and if they want to use that data for a different purpose to then seek consent to do that mm. right that doesn't change on mm. the part of the ec no matter how good the service is regardless of mm. how good the service is right and let's not forget that the entire data protection act was made as a result of section 18.2 of the constitution mm. which is which protects our rights to privacy mm. right mm. so it is enshrined and then they we felt as Ghanaians and parliament felt that they needed to create an act to protect our right our constitutional right mm. so everybody has a part to play in the chain mm. and one part playing an important role does not absolve another part from their duties mm. to protect our okay. rights mm. so the whole chain is designed so that our rights are protected at every stage as soon as we start making excuses or giving an out mm. right to data controllers especially statutory data controllers okay. if you ask me i think they should have a higher threshold mm. to meet mm. than any other because they hold our most important and our most sensitive data and they hold that for the majority of the population the whole bulk of ghana mm. so their responsibilities have to be very clear-cut and very stringent Rita, you you wanted to come in at a point um so had, a, had, a, had a point to make. yes so i i actually agree with her that nobody should give um any data controller the leeway to exploit our data right. but 
situating this, this whole discussion, what I want to say is B systems in this agreement would only be engaging in a breach to me if by the terms of what they have received they use it for any other purpose and the verification which they said in the mou that they signed mm. so that would then be they're going outside of their jurisdiction and that is what they would should they should be crucified for not getting the the data that they have now if you look at section 21 of act 843 that is the data protection act it allows that personal data can be collected indirectly from the data subject. What it's saying is that the data, the, the, the data subject, that is you and I, mm. who have given our data out, right? We can allow the indirect sharing of our data, if only under these conditions, to prevent, the, to prevent um, detection, investigation, punishment or offense of any breach of law. Mm -hmm. The next one is for the protection of the interest of a responsible person mm -hmm. or a third party to whom the information is supplied. So I read it as when I go to the bank, right, still with my voter ID card, there is an onus of whoever it is that is sharing that information to protect my legitimate interest. Mm. I have an interest in the contract that I'm about to sign with the bank as a customer mm. and as an account holder of mm. the bank. Mm. And to protect that interest, I can give my consent for my data to be shared. Mm. And I'm saying that that consent is implied in you giving me your voter's ID card at the bank to say... But that's at the bank. Same. That's after yes. the damage has been I done. Think, I think... I think it's necessitated the discussion. So when you work in there, against what will the bank do that's very... very no, but you see... No, but where I is mean, it stated the in the, the law that there's an implied... No, no, no. The, fact that, the fact that there's the a vacuum... The fact that there's an implied or there's a, there's a certain vacuum that has been created doesn't necessarily mean that we can make a fix and legitimize the fix. Exactly. Um, can I explain Hello. what the process of or the, the idea of data processing means? Now, there is a chain, mm -hmm. okay? The data processing, the activity of data process, processing only happens when there's the need for it to happen. Mm -hmm. So typically, until I have only gone to the bank for a service and given my consent to the financial service, service Actually, by delivering my card my card then well, hold on listen then that is when that activity happens the data processing Thank my you. company is a data processor this is yeah, how it, it oh, happens the let, is the let me let me walk in the bank oh. is the physical id card not no 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 listen version. listen 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 okay. listen <laughs> the process starts mm -hmm. from the consumer right me as the owner of my data mm -hmm. when i give my card and i agree that i want this service it is there in the terms i give consent maybe where financial services feel it's not being explicit about it mm -hmm. that's what i believe mm -hmm. but okay. once that that initiation has been done by the owner of the data mm -hmm. that is only when the bank or the financial service can make a request mm -hmm to b systems now it gives b systems also an opportunity to make a request to whichever database mm. be it ec social security national then ec would have to approve that and return the result or confirmation that is how it happens right. so there in no way will that process from the ec's point just happen out of 
any right. context. Yes. It doesn't happen out of the vacuum. Is it it what, only what is happens smart, smart, smart. at the point of the owner of the data activating that request. Right. Without that activation of request, it never happens. I am saying this because this, without it. Yes. this is our industry. Definitely. We serve clients I, globally. I, I get that. I get that. Now, my issue is, you see, I have two main difficulties okay. with this whole conversation. Number one, in the first instance, mm -hmm. whether it was implied or not, mm -hmm. my consent was not sought. Oh, you work oh, against consent. What, what do you mean by oh, consent? Oh, hold on. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the moment when the EC and B systems mm -hmm. came into agreement as no. to hold on, hold on, <laughs> okay. hold on, right. hold on. That's where my that's where my first challenge is. The, it, this is coming on the back of a regulation yes. by the Bank of Ghana. This is not coming because the ECMB system just want to share the yeah, that 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 no, no, That's the challenge. That's the challenge. That's the challenge. That's the issue. That's the issue for me. The Bank of Ghana cannot, cannot breach the, the, the Data is. Protection Act because they give the bank some job to do. And the thing is, there's a difference between data access, which he mentioned, and data processing. There are two different... No, 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 you're wrong. If, please, let me explain. I would, I would want to know what is the definition of data access and data processing <coughs> so that we'll be able to go. Compliance. <laughs> there seems to be a disagreement about where the breach occurred. Right. Yes. This side of the room thinks that the breach occurred at the EC handing yes. out the yes. data. That's, that's and we think the first the there's no breach unless why is there no breach? Unless after. Why is there no breach? You see, because my thing is, when I went to the EC uh -huh. to sign up for an a card yes. to yes. vote. To vote, yes. I signed up to vote. Yes. That was a prime purpose. Absolutely. So now, mm -hmm. if my data is supposed to be shared with mm -hmm. a second party, mm -hmm. whether implied or not, yep. I am supposed to be told about it. Was I told about it? No. No, no so why are you presenting You're your voter's ID serious. card at the bank? Is that a police no, 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 no. Are you there no, to no, vote? No, 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 no. Why do we have... My issue is that even before... Even before I went to the bank or to the financial institution or whichever institution it is, I am asking... Was there at any point in time in our timeline in our history mm -hmm. where the EC gave an announcement to all Ghanaians that your information is going to be used by Bank A, Bank B, or by Bank. this particular institution, and therefore, for that reason, I'm going to get a 20% whatever commission or whatever. I'm just asking, don't did that ever it. happen? Hold don't. on. Did that ever happen? No, Was that's not supposed Philip. to happen. Why is that not, th why is that not supposed to happen? Philip, Philip, if, oh, hold on, Paul, hold on. Okay, hold in, in, in the statute that you read, if something like that is supposed to happen, me, as a person whose data has been collected, I am supposed to be informed about it explicitly. What you're saying to me is that, no, we don't need to tell you. It's because you came for a card to vote so we can use your information whichever way we want. What is the information what being used for? It doesn't matter. It does it not does. matter. No, it does. It does. It does. It's coming on the bank of... This is statute. Why did they create that statute? Why did Bank of Ghana create that statute? The fact that there's a vacuum. The fact that there's a vacuum that has been filled or is supposed to be filled by some other institution does not absolve one institution from informing me as the person whose data they've collected exactly. you that the they want to use the it for something. Exactly, Philip. I have to be told. Philip, let me tell you this. Yes, Paul. Right. Clearly, according to the data protection laws, right, data guarded by the EC hmm. is also part of PII, personal identifiable information. Yes, personal data, not wait. EC. Wait, wait, hold on. No, yes. EC... Every state institution that gathers information about you, mm -hmm. that term for that 
information is PII, which is yes. clear in our Personally data protection law. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So this is what I'm saying. It doesn't absolve the EC mm -hmm. from administrating, you know, the right, you know, procedures, right. you know, adhere to the laws. Yes. But this is what I'm telling you for you to understand. Mm -hmm. Once it has been stated in the law mm -hmm. that the EC can collect such data, mm -hmm. right, they are supposed to abide by the regulation. Yes. Now, I'm telling you that you only act, the, 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 the process of, you know, acting that law out only happens when you seek, when you expressly give your consent, right. right? And I am saying that that process starts from you because you as the owner of the data, mm -hmm. you are the one who says yes or no. No, using my information. Paul, even before, That's Paul is. hold on, hold on. Hey, Paul, even before I went to that institution to ask or request that my information be used to verify A, B, or C, even before that process began, Yes. Was I informed by the institution I gave my information exactly, to? Because it is it. clear. It is clear. According to the Data Protection uh, Act, it is clear that once a state institution collects information from you, there are primary and secondary purposes. Mm -hmm. And it makes it clear as to the instances and for example it also states Philip, hold on yeah, yeah. it also states in the law that before my information can be used for a b or c i have to be informed absolutely it's there. So that it's is there the law informs you the law tells you that this is what the purpose for which your information is being collected for you which, see, you and see. this is how and this is how or the circumstances under which your information would be used. So the yeah. Data Protection Act is clear about that. It it is not ambiguous about that. It is not ambiguous. But was I informed? I was not. You were informed. How was it I is, informed? For example, if you are right to come, how do you know that you have a right to communicate? How come? How come? Because <laughs> you see, but how do you know that you have a right to communicate? Tell me. That's a for, difference. Listen, see, well, that's no, 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 let's not. Listen, listen. Because a, a law regulates this industry. So let's, let's be clear about that. Mm -hmm. There's a law that regulates the industry. Yes. The law is clear mm -hmm. on the instances for which my information is can being be, used. Be a state institution like the EC collects your personal information and they can only expressly use it if they have their consent, that which is stated by the law. So the law has made it clear. You, you only know that you have a right to information because the law says that you have the right to information I you only know that you have a right to protection because the law clearly states that you have this right now it also clearly states that the actors within that activity the data processing should seek your consent now that process of consent would only be initiated by you the owner of the data the ec can't initiate it's it not. the verification service can't initiated the financial service can't initiate it it is only you the owner of that data so two things are clear over here first the law makes it clear that and that these are the circumstances under which your data which can be processed Paul. Oh, and she read it, it. it. hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on so so let's not confuse this is this is this is i think we should get the one so this is hold on hold on hold on this is city trends on 97.3 city fm as you can see we're having quite a bit of a debate about what exactly data protection means and what lines were crossed at which point in time in our timeline um it's very clear that the room is very very divided one side feels that there's no problem with it it was fine and we initiated it and we got it together so we're good one other one of the sides of the room also feels that 
there was a fundamental problem right from the beginning and um we 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 basically are trying to just make sense of everything because i think that the point where we need clarification on and i really still have still not gotten like a clear idea of when this actually happened at which point and i i correct me if i'm wrong was the ec supposed to inform Ghanaians? and this is just you know like layman's question was the ec supposed to inform Ghanaians that their information was going to be used by b systems at any point in time was ec required to do that can i yes please so the ec at the time they were collecting the information didn't envisage that sorry 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 sorry. that is not an excuse no no let, i've not even finished what i'm, I'm saying. saying no no what i'm saying is that the ec in their wisdom if they are collecting your personal information yes they can only assume that the data has its primary purpose that mm-hmm. is to vote mm-hmm. and other secondary purposes mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. which is enshrined in the constitution yes it's enshrined in the constitution which part of the constitution gosh hold on hold on this is within you all have the right mm-hmm. as individuals mm. for your information to be used within a certain circumstances absolutely so any state institution that's collecting your information they have all of that in mind mm. right the only reason the only the reason, reason we are taking you are basically saying that we we, wait, should, we wait, should trust wait. them to do that well, well so, no, 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 I'm not saying you should trust. Of course, that me saying that they, it's their job to right. do it and they're not doing their job. Those are those are two different things. Okay, right? cool. What I'm saying is that mm-hmm. when they are they've been entrusted with that responsibility mm-hmm. to collect information mm-hmm. about you, mm-hmm. right? It is implied that one, the information they are gathering for you has a primary purpose. Mm. That is, you know, to verify your identity for mm-hmm. voting. Mm-hmm. What it also means is that According to the Data Protection Act, any other info, uh, purpose for which has been lawfully mandated for that information to be used, it can't be useful. So that is something that you have to be clear about. Right. Now, I don't think the EC envisaged that they would give out your information to someone in the future. But the needs, as and when they come, right? Am I not supposed to be informed about that? That That is clear. I've told you that this is quite clear within the Data Protection Act. It's clear. It is implied. No, it's not implied. It's clear. It's that there's no implication. No, yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is but that it's clear. The point about me what being about informed about, about you're talking about yeah, because well, well, yeah, yeah. no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. I just I just want clarification. I just yes. want to know it like yes or no. Was mm-hmm. was the EC required to inform me as a person whose data they've collected? Were they supposed to inform me that they were going to use my data for A, B, and C with B systems? Was there ever a point in our timeline when that was supposed to happen? Let me say I, something. I just, I just want to know, okay. Paul. I just want to know if that was supposed to happen. Okay. Based on the law. Based on the law. supposed to happen. I'm supposed to be informed yes. when my information is supposed to be used for any for other any purpose. primary or secondary purpose. Uh, but I wasn't informed. Based when on the law. Yes. Based on the law, the data is supposed to be collected mm-hmm. and used only for the purpose for which it was collected. Yes. yes. And that is voting. Right. And that's what we stated fundamentally. Sorry. Yes. But in my initial submission, you I You said it was you, implied. No. Okay. I, I, is this, no, this one, this said. one. No, the implied comes in when it works the bank. Yes. That's it. But in my initial first submission, what mm. I said was that 
in this country, there's a vacuum. Mm. There's a vacuum when it comes to identification. Mm. We didn't have a national identification authority. Yes. There was no way by which um, in, in the whole country we could identify people. Mm -hmm. That is why we're using... Today, when you walk to any place, they tell you, do you have a voter's ID card? Mm -hmm. Do you have a DVLA li mm -hmm. license? Do you have a passport? Like, these are things that now we have resorted mm. to using mm. because we don't have one identification authority. Which is fine. Which is fine. Mm. And I'm saying that I also took the liberty to go back to the identification authority to even say, based on this whole data protection, like, noise that we are making now, whether even the identification authority is going to allow for data sharing they have allowed it if you go on their on their website right now they allow that you can access data to identify somebody okay. so that principle of we verifying customer data by an online portal to identify somebody there is nothing wrong with it mm, but at the That's point when, at the point yes. when yes. i was yes. on, on at the point when no, I, understand I, I understand i understand that principle yeah, the but my issue is at the point when i was signing on yes. you clearly stated that there was a vacuum I, I, I can't I legislate for a vacuum. And there needs to be a law that governs that. I don't know, know that. which part of this that I we are not understanding. there is a simple step that the EC missed. Yes. They should is. have issued a notice. I that's mean, that's what I'm asking. Did that ever happen? It didn't. Nobody is blaming these systems here. And give written consent. They oh should have dear. issued a notice notifying us that's of their intention to share our information with third parties data processors uh -huh. in order for them to fulfill these types but of activities. are you saying that this is not done at all it's, it's not being done. done. It's not true. How do you know that? Oh. No. And at which point? Well, this is what I am. You're misinterpreting this. No. No. Because the law is here. The law is here. We can read it for what it is. We'll read the KYC law. That's what the KYC is. That's what the KYC is. No, no, no. No, I see. Before, because data protection KYC has something to do with data protection. No, KYC does. No, but there is, a law, there is a law no, the that governs KYC. There is an intersection. There is an intersection between KYC and data protection. That is why the Constitution will say that. The Constitution as we have it. Our 1992 Constitution is the overriding law of all of them. That is the Constitution saying. The Constitution is saying by Section 18 that you have a right to privacy. Yes. And the Constitution, when they set up a Constitution, they also set up a way for it to be enforced. That's why we do acts. So that's how come the yeah, data protection act that has been teased out. Mm. When you go back to the Bank of Ghana, mm. right? And it's also governing the financial system, Bank of Ghana regulations. Which protection comes law. under the data protection law. Oh, Bank of Ghana okay. is under the data I'm protection. Hold on, hold on. Yes. I told you that there's, a, there's an intersection between KYC and data protection. Mm -hmm. When you're given by Basel regulations and all those things that we do abroad internationally, accepted principles for banking, you need to know who your customer is. That's why which you is go fine. To, which is fine. Yes. And you need to identify and verify that this person is who he says he is. Yes, but we and have a situation in Ghana where that was a vacuum and therefore B systems coming in. But then before B systems comes in, uh -huh. they have to have a relationship whatever with the electoral commission. Now I'm I'm just asking a simple question. It's a yes or no okay. question. Okay. Did the EC at any point in time in our history 
inform us as Ghanaians that our data was going to be shared in one way, in one form or the yes. other with B systems. No. When did that yes. happen? I have not previewed yes. that information. Yes, yes because unless you can unless you can tell me no. Wait, let me Philip. No, 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 no. I don't think I'm saying that's a point. Hold on, hold on. I am telling you that this point the the constitution, right? I mean the data protection makes it clear. It's just a simple question. The data protection. That is a Philip. Let me just make this statement. The data sitting at the EC. Yes. It's not owned by the EC. It's owned by the individual voters. Of course. That's what the law says. Of course. Like I even walked to the EC and tell the EC, erase my data. Yes. And they are bound to do that. Yes. So if you are giving a backdoor access to my data, backdoor. Just use backdoor. I'm not saying. Why backdoor? Why backdoor? Let's use the right the data here. is supposed to be used for voting. That That's the, the primary, primary purpose. Yes. And the law says that if mm-hmm. you are going to engage a third party to process the data, and when we are talking about data processes, it's not data access. No, 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 no. You are uh, let me make my can I if my, my, I no 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 let me tell you. I, I do research. When I walk into CTFM and I ask people which TV stations or TV programs do you do you watch or radio program do you watch? I'm collecting your data. But the analysis is the processing, right. not the access to the report, to, to uh, access that I give to people, uh, uh, the third party people on the report that I gathered or the insight no, no, that sorry, I gathered. Please, can you, come, so, come, can you come again on the processing part? Sorry, I missed that part. You yes, said so the processor, you mm-hmm. cannot process somebody's data without their consent. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is number one. So the data subject must be in the known. Yeah. Yes. If you are going to engage a third party processor, mm-hmm. the, the, the third party processor must process the, the, the data based on the specific uh, permission well, that the data see. subject has given. So it, it reverses back to the original intent of the data collection. Right. Yeah. It doesn't use goodwill or social interest or whatever <laughs> to do it. That is what the law says. That's, but that's what but the that's law says. That, so when, when they say KYC, look, Paul, we are, into, we are all into the technology space. When they say know your customer, yeah. they are instructing the bank to know your customer. That is the bank. So if I it walk is, into a bank yeah. with a, a, a voter's ID that this is my voter's ID, mm. don't forget that ID cards are supposed okay, to have I I read physical f- uh, security yeah. features. Mm. Right? So that when I present the Ghana uh, uh, passport or driver's license to you, there should be a physical evidence to prove that this is authentic. Mm. Now, I must give that permission that you can go and cross-check my my voter's ID with the EC if it's authentic. That consent was not granted. Now, I said in the beginning that the issue was that people walked into the electoral commission to have their voter's ID card verified. They needed a note to go back to the bank to authenticate that. And then they engaged uh, this system and they developed a simple solution that, hey, we can build an API that can interface with you so that you do that when people, so people don't need to walk physically to your, your office to have the thing, uh, their voters ID authenticated. That is the, 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 what informed the development of that solution. Right. Um, right. So, so for me, can I read this section, please. Yeah. You asked sorry, the question. Sorry. She's please. answering. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I just wanted Max to finish. Max. Yeah. So okay. that is the thing. Is solving a particular problem for the electoral commissioner and the voter who is using the voter's ID as a form of authentication. Yes. Because we didn't have the national identification authority. We're supposed to be in charge of identifying Ghanaians. Mm. So there's a data protection act which even the U yeah, the UK uh, identification authority mm-hmm. is also there, right? That is their job to identify Ghanaians. 
when it comes to the the ec is totally different it's just like snit why don't we use snit uh, card to do a uh, verification why don't we use other your your school uh, what do you call it People your school ID card, card to do the same thing no but the thing is that you see Snit card, do you use it in the in the See, bank? I've uh, used a Snit card in the bank. The bank of Ghana. I've used my Snit bank. Okay. Yes, I've bank of Ghana says there are specific documents that okay. can be used. So, okay, so I wanted to read the section, section twenty of mm -hmm. the same Data Protection Act, mm -hmm. Act eight four three. It talks about consent and the justification for consent, mm -hmm. and it says a person shall not process data without the prior consent of the data subject, mm -hmm. unless the purpose for which the personal data is processed is a number of things but i wrote this because it, it was in line my, with my argument it's necessary for the purpose of a contract to which the data subject is a party mm -hmm. a person shall i'm reading it again a person shall not process data without the prior consent of the data subject mm -hmm. unless the purpose unless the purpose for which the personal data is processed mm. is necessary for the purpose uh, for the purpose of a contract to which the data subject is the party. Well, was I sorry, how were so, we a party? So how I'm how, sorry, like so how exactly were we as citizens of Ghana a party to the negotiations between the Electoral Commission and B systems? Yes. Yes. I'm saying exactly. that where this is, um, this contract to which you're a party lies between you and the financial service provider. Oh, no. That's where I've, I've been standing from beginning. The you know the title it's, it's is actually needed. Consent, consent and justification for consent. Yes. And objection is there. And if you look at it, um, we provide KYC services, like I said. So the KYC services is what you actually need to finish um how do i say it? going through that but that process. is the that is the that, that is the so bank's that's that, the bank's headache yes that's what their job is not is that <laughs> this part look at it in this way mm -hmm. there's a customer mm -hmm. who needs to access a bank services mm -hmm. that is the that to in that case the two of us are parties to a contract mm. clear yes the two of us are now parties to a contract so for me to actually fulfill my part of the contract my obligations in that contract I the bank has to prove that i am the one mm. how does the bank prove that by going back to access those ec systems and then doing no, it but you see the contract between myself yes. and myself and the, and the bank is very very different from my contract between sorry sorry mm -hmm. the contract between me for the passion and my bank whichever bank it is yeah and the contract between myself philip Sean, and the electoral commission are two completely different things no they are but, not but, but listen listen they are not why to you know why the other it's actually a flow it is a flow that's going on if the ec is not able to uphold their part of the bargain and for you to be able to verify that i am who i am then that second leg of the contract between me myself and the bank cannot be i did not see i did not see any authority at which point did i see any authority to I don't know the electoral commission to act on my behalf in terms of negotiating a certain transaction between the bank and the electoral commission. Let I me answer that. No, let me answer that. Can I answer, I answer that? Yes, please. The Data Protection Act is clear about what data can be done. You know how it can be used. The reason why I, in the first place, when you ask the question whether uh, you were let known right by the EC, I'm saying that. The Data Protection Act says that there 
you you are the data subject right mm -hmm. if you are data if you are data subject it means whichever institution be it a government entity like the ec or a financial service once you are collecting your information you are data subject mm -hmm. right and so this is the common thread within this entire conversation do, do you understand what i'm saying now this data protection um regulation clarifies exactly under which circumstances for which any state institution can basically make use of your data so whatever the ec does it is subject to what the data protection act says you your ec your, your voter data in that basic in that basic transaction you did with the ec basically it is subject to what the data protection law says and so in this case before you give out your information be it ec um, your voter information be it any kind of financial information that is used to verify you you have to give consent so if the ec is working with a third party it stipulates how the data protection law stipulates how that should be done and it has been clearly stated here that they need to see consent the only time that activity of verifying your data or processing your data happens is when you give clear consent you as the data subject has to initiate that process when you have not initiated the process there is no way the ec can let go of a data subject's information you need to understand that in i think subsection 63 of the law act 843 it mm -hmm. says the provision of this act do not apply to the processing of personal data for protection of members of the public mm -hmm. a against loss or malpractice of the provision of banking insurance investment other financial services or management of a body corporate um, it goes on to say against dishonesty or malpractice in the provision of professional services against the misconduct or mismanagement in the administration of a non-profit making entity blah 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 mm -hmm. now my issue is mm -hmm. the law is saying that the provision of this act do not apply to the processing of personal data for protection of members of the public against loss or malpractice of the provision of banking insurance blah 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 now <laughs> my problem is um how can the law say that like yeah. i'm just wondering like it is 2019 how can the law still be saying this good so there's one thing that i actually thought about when i was looking at this act this act is 2012 this is 2019 obviously there are gaps i think some of this some of the, this act has not anticipated a lot of a lot of things mm -hmm. and if you're looking at it a lot of acts have been amended this is one act that, has, that ha does not have an amendment so maybe this issue is going to help us all to have actually amended and make sure that it's it's, it's tackling the data protection issues of our time. This is a time where there are big technology companies streaming people's data, using, yeah. selling people targeted ads, cloning apps, and taking people's names and all of those yeah. things. These are the things that our law has to be anticipating. So already on the back of my mind, this law needs an amendment. That one, yeah, fine. I, I agree. I yes. think within the context of the Facebook analytical story, right? So the yeah. issue was that people, the data subjects were paid $21 to have their psychographic profiling done via the app. Mm. But what the app did was they went beyond that the, the, the mission yes. and then extracted 
public Shutting information down. of their friends and followers mm -hmm. you know to go beyond the permission that given to them by the 200,000 uh, data subjects mm. so that was the point of 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 the argument not necessarily the fact that facebook made your account portable so you can move your data and give the permission to somebody to analyze your facebook data that wasn't the issue the issue was that they had access to other people's uh, so for example if i consented to it and then mm. they pulled all my friends five thousand friends they went beyond the scope they yeah. went beyond they went the, the scope yeah. yeah and that's what we are talking about mm. if you go beyond the stated permission you are breaching the the the, the right of the uh, of it's the data subject slope. is that something i mean where do you but stop? you see yeah. exactly for we me, all agree this system that. is solving a big problem yeah. right in ghana that you can't take it away from them Absolutely. they've been doing it for 13 years but the law is the law mm. so that let's see how we can make sure at least with this kind of story and report we should be able to you know resolve the issues mm. and then tell it we'll all be we will be at peace and reduce fraud and our data will be protected. Before, before we get into <laughs> the messages, Edu, you have something to say? You know, I think, I think everybody has a very valid point here. And I think sometimes the laws don't necessarily always marry. Um, I think that the Data Protection Commission is the enforcer right. of our right to privacy, yeah. regardless of what the Bank of Ghana says, regardless what any other state institution says. Mm. They're there to make sure that everybody is doing things the right way. I think EC made, I think EC made a misstep. They could have just issued a notice or something, exactly. let everybody be aware of what they intend to do, how things are working. Mm -hmm give us an opportunity to speak back or not but at least you know we have a notice right, right. they've made us aware yes. right if we have an issue we can take it up with right. a commission the commission mm. will be our advocate mm. they'll investigate yeah. Mm. Yeah. so that was skipped and that is i believe to be the basis of this entire issue mm. if they had taken that step what the data processor is doing would not even come into question exactly. Mm. Are we agreed on? Let me sorry, let me sorry, sorry. Final final comment. So let me let me. I'll come. I'll come. I'll come to <laughs> Paul and and and, and, <laughs> and in a minute. So Zumani says, although there was a gap that B Systems has filled, EC has breached the law by not seeking our consent. Yeah. By my presenting my card at the bank as an explicit consent is after the event. The processing starts once the agreement was signed, not when the cards are presented at the bank. Now, more comments. Oh, wow. This is a very good submission. She's right. Let's look at it from the point where I'm supposed to be to physically walk to the EC to verify your ID. But now the processes or the process has been replaced by a system <laughs> and now we are talking about data protection. Well, we have to talk about data protection. <laughs> Philip, before you walked into the bank or the financial institution, your data had not been shared with anyone. anyone. It was upon submission your voter's card and giving your consent, consent that your data was accessed. That comes from Francis. Of course, everybody has your side. Guys, you should discuss these issues carefully. Does the privacy of the individual outweigh the benefits of the verification? How is KYC fulfilled without verification? That's coming from Prince in Medina, in, uh, Medina Estate. Giving your ID to a teller is an implied consent to have your ID verified. Good evening, Philip. This, 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 the EC, <laughs> the EC holds your data and your data will not be shared unless um, yes, you yes. you request as a data owner. You do that when you show up with the card. That is the only time the bank, um, in this case, can go ahead to verify. The bank do not even know your card number until you give them the card. That's what gives access. That's coming from Thank Alfred, you, Alfred from Ashali Butri. Now, one of the biggest issues, of course, is um, the wrapping up comments. So let's take the wrapping up comments from so I think, Rita um, and Paul. What I would say is, um, I agree that um, there's a gap with our, with our um, 
current data protection act and it, it, it really has to be looked at so that we amend it and we make sure that it's suiting our time i like one thing that maximo said that you don't go beyond the boundaries so that's what i'm saying that for me um B Systems has not done anything wrong. They only do something wrong if they go beyond the boundaries of the access that they are giving. And even that access, is a, like I, I'm saying, is an API access they are, com they are connecting. If they go beyond it and they step beyond that, bound th that verification authority that they've been giving, then we have a real issue. Mm. But I hope the Data Protection Act will, will then be ready to take up some of these things. Do you agree that up. there's supposed to be an amendment to this particular I act? agree, totally. Paul, well, wrapping up comments. Yeah. Yes, what I, I think you do said something very important. She made mention of the fact that the Data Protection Commission is the enforcer. Yeah. What it means is that any kind of agency, government or individual that collects information on you, Data Protection Commission has a job mm. to ensure that the right thing is being done. So finally, if this has to be resolved, right, it will... All our debate, we can debate it clearly, right? But the Data Protection Commission has to come no, out to come and in. say that, yeah. well, the writing was done or not. Because they are the entity that has been given the responsibility to interpret and execute the law. From what I know and from what I've read here, right, consent starts with the data subject, yeah. right? When the state entity like the, the EC is collecting your information, the Data Protection uh, law covers how, under which circumstances, and when you could basically use the information. Mm. And it is clear. It's not ambiguous in any way. Maybe, well, like Edu recommended, what could have been done was to be very explicit about it or help interpret the law clearly so that we as individuals will understand. But like I've said, nothing, no wrong has been done at all. They have been within the confines of the law. Well, that is all time will allow us on the show today. A big thank you to all my guests in the studio Edu Ampofo, Maximus Ametogo, um, Paul Damali, and Rita AJ. Thank you so much, guys, for being with us on the show. And thank you guys so much for your comments as well. It's been fantastic coming your way on the show today. The podcast is available tomorrow, so please make sure you find it, listen to the debate, and get some clarification. I think one thing we all agreed on is the fact that this law, this data protection law, needs amendment and probably needs amendment yesterday. That's all from the rest of the team. A big thank you to everybody for doing the listening and sending your comments in. Till next week, stay techy.